Welcome to Shooting from the Hip with Pistol Pete Stebbings. I'm Sue Mackey, and in this series of shorts, I will be interviewing Pistol about practices that any one of us can use to develop strong personal and business relationships. Hope you enjoy. Okay, so let's talk about giving up or quitting. Uh, well, that's a tough one. It's, it's, it's one of the easiest things to do. And I always use one. I'm a big Vince Lombardi fan. And he said, winners never quit and quitters never win. But you have to stick to it. And, and you have to make a bond with yourself as to what you're going to do. And you can't quit. Now, are you going to run into obstacles. I know in Wisconsin, because the bad weather, you get chuck holes in the road. So I say the road to success is always filled with chuck holes. (laughs) But you can get uh, in a point where you feel like you you might want to quit, but you just can't do it. You, You have to stay focused. Now, it doesn't mean that if if you've made a little mistake and you have to alter your course a little bit or change, that you can't do that and, and still move forward. But you just can't give up on what you're doing because it r- rotates back to me. You're kind of giving up on yourself then. Right. And I, I think you just can't do it. I, I, I'm a great sports enthusiast and I was fairly good myself back years ago. And I just... I, I could never see myself quitting at anything, but you learn. You're going to get roughed up in between. Right. You're going right. to get roughed up, but that doesn't mean you don't get better. And, and you know, another Vince Lombardi quote: He says, "If you're not making mistakes, you're not working hard enough." <laughs> right. So that, but mistakes can force somebody to think about quitting, and it doesn't. And, and you can. You know, you can talk to other people and do other things, but you can't get the mindset of quitting, you know, right. giving up. Okay, so so tell me this. What sports were you in way back when? Well, I played. I, I, I was pretty good in, in, this is high school and out. I, uh-huh. I was pretty, very good in both football and basketball. And uh, I was... Uh, what I did, and I, I kidded this, I don't know if you heard me on a call with when they had Ollie on, big Ollie mm-hmm. from yeah. Minnesota. He's big and basketball player. And Jake, he always talks about practicing. But seriously, I, I wanted to be good. So a friend of mine had a basket out in his garage, uh, back in his garage. And I used to go out there and shovel the, shovel the driveway and shoot baskets with gloves on. So I got pretty good. Wow. Now, do you find, is the game different, much different from when you played? Because you, that was a long time ago when you were in high school. Oh, geez. I, yeah, I was back in high school in, in the 50s. I graduated from high school in 1952. So there's a three-point range and yeah. the guys are bigger, they're stronger. But the, the, the attitude of maintaining yourself, and, and again, it takes some confidence, you know, and what, what was fun for me I always prided myself in basketball to be a good defensive player. So I always guarded the other team's best player, you know. Ah. And, and I held some guys that were, one guy was 
player of the week in the Chicago, greater Chicago market. And I played him the next week and held him to about six points. And he came up to me and said, never had anybody guard me like that. And I wow. said, well, that's what I learned to do and want to do. I was, I liked, I was a point guard when I played. Oh, great. Yes. But I'm telling you, I was on the floor more than anything else. I was <laughs> scrappy. I wanted that ball. I remember, I remember coming home from a game with a black eye, a fat lip and a missing tooth. Oh, <laughs> well, geez. That's, that's crazy. That's that fantastic. is crazy. Yes. But, and, uh, but it's so true. It's so true. You just don't give up. You continue, you push yourself. Yeah. yeah. And you surround yourself around people that help push you. Oh, always, always do do that. And, and, and so just a little football. I was six feet tall, weighed 165 pounds, and we only had 33 guys in my graduating class. I had a scholarship to a private school. But we beat a team at one of the Chicago schools, and uh, uh, that helped us. So I, I made honorable mention in Illinois All-State football, you know, when I was a yeah. senior. And uh, that made me pretty proud, you know, pretty pretty good, you know, because I just kept playing as hard as I could. And got, I was on the football field. I was always down on <laughs> eating dirt. <laughs> uh-huh. but, uh, but you're right again, your point. If you surround yourself with good people, they will help you get get better and you can help them get better. Wow, that's really good. Okay, so let's move on and let's talk about hungry, humble, and smart. Okay, that I, I guess I really learned that uh, that in that sequence, hungry, humble, and smart, when I joined Fairway. And what I was talking to people, I said, what is this? Well, he said... We got to find out people that are hungry and that they want to do well and they want to do business and they really want to be the best they can be, you know, whether it's a loan officer, a processor, underwriter, and that. And then I said, well, what's the humble? And I guess at that time, I didn't, uh, wasn't that familiar with Fairway's core values, but that's number one. Right. That we want somebody humble, I mean, hungry. He goes out there and wants it and that, but he's got to be at the same time humble, you know. Yep. Because if he's not humble, he can not only, uh, whatever you want to say, make a bad name for himself, but also jeopardize the reputation of the company. So then smart, I think that just entails everything. You got to think and be smart. And then uh, I quite honestly uh, sue Learn some of the other things that we've already talked about. Right. You know, right. How to ask and listen and be trustworthy. And uh, I think that's a good way. Uh, I got down there what, uh, what you know, what look for this in all recruits. Sometimes you don't hit 100%, but if you go with that in mind, you'll be more successful than not, you know. Right. And right. Uh, we're a big company now, so a lot of things going on. But I think those three words stand out for me. And when we're talking here in the office, I know uh, some of the people took that Xenex uh, manager's course. Right. They call people for interviews and I just say to them, hey, make sure they're hungry, humble and smart. And they said, I, we wouldn't forget it. So that's, right. a, that's a key thing. To- you know, you say, you say it's one of Fairway's core values. You know, I was, I was up at my son's this last week and I showed him Fairway's 10 core values. And, um, and he looked at it and he read them. He's like, 
there's nothing missing. And there is there was nothing missing from there. Pretty darn good. Well, they're they're excellent. They really are. And uh, you know, Jake is such a transparent person, you know, but I, I think if you've probably heard me say this, but I, I know the woman in town here that started the American girl doll thing. Oh. Yeah. And she had it in town and I know her husband and I say they're they're good friends. They're they're you know, don't hang out with them a lot, but she sold the American doll to Mattel for a, a billion dollars. Wow. And, and they wanted her, uh, she was on their board of directors, but they wanted to be the chairman. She didn't take it. But my wife and I, she's in a wheelchair now. And my wife and I took them dinner oh, a year and a half or so ago. And we're talking and I used uh, Jake's saying, I said, you know, the CEO of the company says mortgages are what we do, but not who we are. And here's a gal that's been so fabulously successful. She said, that's unbelievable. That's great. Yeah. So then we talked about what some of the things that Fairway does in, in the area of giving, which is right. second to none. Which is pretty incredible. Absolutely second to none. Yep, yeah. yep, and just hearing, you know, the the humble part, if you don't listen to Jake's, you know, story. In fact, it's one of your um, one of your earlier podcasts um, episodes. People need to listen to that and they realize where the humble came from. Oh. <laughs> it was it was it was really something to hear that. Oh, exactly. I mean, you could just all you have to do is listen to the, what what that few minutes of what it was, and that's exactly where it, that's where it came from. That's where it came from. And he talked about it. Yes, and he and he talks about it openly, where you get to. I mean, you just know you feel for it. You oh. feel for him and what he went through, and 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 understand where he is today because of it. Well, without question, because, you know, and he puts it together with the players he put on, uh, played with on the University of Wisconsin basketball team, and he never played, he never scored, but following them, and then uh, after going into the business, uh, he just became humble. I mean, it's it's him. It's him, right. And, you know, and that's where confidence comes in. Yep. You know, you, you say confidence is important. Yes, arrogance is not. No. We don't want arrogance in what we do in any of our business. We that's not what we're looking for. You want the confidence, you know, but but you got to be humble. Yeah, yeah, and that gets rid of the arrogance. It doesn't work, and the arrogance will kill you fast. It sure does. It, it, it just will. And so the humble thing, and of course, uh, Jake is so transparent that uh, it's just a great story. It's a great story. Yes. Okay, so tell me about tell me about consistency. What are your thoughts around consistency um, to person success? Consistency is one of the most important things in becoming successful to me. And what happens is we've talked about a lot of other things, you know, the asking, listening, being humble, whatever it is, trust. You, you have to be consistent with those things. But then as you... You have to be consistent as how you approach your business, you know, and you can't jump around and do some things. I'm not saying you can't make changes, but you have to be consistent because if you're dealing with somebody and you might get one referral and then you become a little different the next time, they're going to start questioning things. But if you be consistent and just go after it, 
believe in what you're doing and that'll help you be consistent. But you, you just have to be consistent. I mean, I, 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 there's no other way because it could derail you if you're not. Exactly. And people can see it and they can see it when you're, as you mentioned, when somebody's arrogant. Right. You know, it just, they see that. And although they may not say something, you may not hear from them for quite a while. Right. You know, and that's it's so consistent. I mean, I said, we just talked a little bit about sports. You know, uh, I, I, one of the best motivational guys I ever heard, I'll put the first thing he put on the board, people learn by doing. Jake uses it, people learn by practicing, which is the same thing. But you have to practice your consistency. You have to do it in sports. You know, how you shoot, how you play defense. So you have to practice it in your life and you have to practice it in how you market yourself and take yourself to the marketplace and try to secure business. Exactly. You know, I want to I want to go back for a minute to the to the 80 percent of the people quit after the first after the first call. Yep. Um, it made me think of going to open houses as a lender. And I'm reading and listening to some of these people at Fairway that are consistently going out there and stopping and doing it four, five, six on a weekend or on a Saturday and then doing it again on Sunday. And they're consistent and they're continue. They're not giving up. They're they're continuing to do it. And they're they're finding some really great success with it. Uh, well, you just said it better than I could, you know, going to the open houses, uh, going on four or five on a, a Sunday or some of them are on Saturday. That's being consistent. Consistent and not giving up. There's a guy here in town that is, runs a, the, the Remax office. And I've never done a loan in my life and done some stuff, but I uh, to help some people, I've gone out and made, uh, you know, open house calls and done some stuff. And if you met him today, he would tell you. Now, he, because he owns the business, he's a broker, and it's got a big thing. He probably doesn't do too many sales. But he said, if Pete Stebbins was a loan officer, I would give him all of my business because he's the only guy that came out and made open houses. Really? You know, really. And so there's a way to do it. And, and the 80% thing, I still think that's that's pretty accurate. You know, we're in a business where you get a lot of no's and that. But if if 80% of the people are somewhere around that figure quit, to me, that affords somebody a big opportunity. Absolutely. And that's just, just, just you, you're going to have to make more calls. Right. And I know this is something that I hear on the Ignite Connect calls and everything else that you have to make calls. But that's the way to do it. And you learn from this. Uh, you know, and, 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 and calls and you get better. If you're consistent, you will become better at what you do. Mm -hmm. Which comes right into the learn by doing, people learn by doing, practice, which is yep. in anything. Yeah, exactly. And you got to learn and you got to be with And the only way to learn, I used to laugh, you'd get a kick out of this back to taking notes. When I was at Railvac, you know, I was a vice president of marketing and, and that. I took guys out and I used to tell them to take, it's okay to have notes with you. Mm -hmm. Because if you go into the buyer at Walmart, let's say, and you took a truckload order from them and you got out of the call and you forgot to mention that you get an extra 5% discount. Now, you can never go back and call that guy and get the same opportunity with him. So I said, you know, they'd laugh at me. I said, write it on your sleeve or something. Right. Write it in your hand, but you can't forget that stuff. 
and nobody that you're talking to is ever going to think less of you. Right. Because they know you want to be consistent. They want you to be the best you could be. And number two, that you want to give them the best deal you possibly can. Well, and again, it's it goes back into trust. Yep. You you have to follow through with what you say. Uh, if you don't, you lose. Big time too. Yeah, absolutely. You have been listening Shooting from the Hip with Pistol Pete Stebbings, brought to you by China Shop Productions. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, please take the time to rate and subscribe on your platform of choice and share with your friends. The information in this podcast contains personal opinions and may not entirely represent those of Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, NMLS 2289.